we're so tangential. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to RSVP, the short podcast about stationery and just a little more. I'm your host, Lenore. This week, we're less about the stationery and more about the more. The universe has been playing games with me, D, and Les, distributing scheduling difficulties, software problems, and laryngitis among us. But we didn't want to completely skip this week, so here's a bit of a conversation that ended up on the cutting room floor, so to speak, last spring. This conversation occurred during our recording of episode two, when we were still finding our voices and improving our tech, and it was cut for time. But it's always held space in my heart in particular. I hope you'll enjoy it. Thank you so much for being the most important part of our so much more. We'll be back soon with a regular episode. So I picked up my first personal Baron Fig. Well, not. Mm, how do I explain this? I, I bought a Baron Fig confidant. Um, and it is so beautiful. It is a confidant, right? Yeah, it's confidant two. So um, before this, I had had one of the Baron Fig pocket notebooks. And, you know, it's a cute little notebook, but for me, it's the wrong size because I'm, I'm wedded to the five and a half by three and a half. And I didn't particularly like the paper in it. It didn't handle fountain pens. It didn't, pencils were good in it. Uh, Rollerball was good in it. And I, I eventually stopped using it after 22 pages. I abandoned it because mm-hmm. the paper was just not good for me. Um, so anyway, moving into the, back to the metamorphosis, like it comes in this gift box. So you get this gift box and you open it up and it's like a little gift to yourself. <laughs> and that's really, yeah, I was just like, ooh, this is so cool. And uh, then you open it up and it's got like a little card with the image on the inside. And then I I don't know if it's got this really cool linen cover. It's soft. Mm-hmm. So it's really tactile, which really appeals to me. And then inside, you know, the outside is this salmon color. Inside is has a blue end page with the metamorphosis picture. Nice. Um, yeah. And that's, that's really cool. It's just, it's different than what you would expect. And then inside the paper is smooth, but it's got a nice feel and it's got a really nice dot grid. So how smooth is it? I don't know if you would like this paper. It does have a bit of tooth. Then it, when I, when I see you, I will give you one of the perforated pages out of the back of my, you can test it out. Perfect. It's smoother than what was in the old Apprentice. Okay. And it has a better feel than that. And it's a nice creamy color with the dot grid on it. Nice. And it accepts fountain pens because the other notebook I had of theirs did not accept fountain pens at all. It feathered, it bled, it had show through on the reverse side. And I've tested this with some of my, my wet pens with naughty inks. Like I, my Twisby 530 with a um, medium nib, I've got J. Urban's 1670 Emerald of Chavor in it. And that's a wet ink that you that often bleeds through on a lot of paper. Mm-hmm. And it didn't on this. So I'm pretty pleased. You know, there's some show through, but it doesn't it didn't bleed through at all. 
And so I'm actually pretty pleased with this. And I, I have no idea what I'm going to do with it. Like, it's, it's so pretty, I want to do something special with it. Well, that's my problem, too, is like, what do I put in there? Do I make it like a private journal? Do I make it like, and that's yet again, another topic we talk about. Yeah, right. <laughs> it should be your um, RSVP journal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, I've already got journals going for that. So I, 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 I'm actually, so I do this nerdy thing where everything that I read or watch, I write a page in one of, in my pocket notebook about it. Oh, usually books get two pages in a pocket notebook and any TV show gets a one page synopsis. And was this a good episode or was this not a good episode? Because my feeling about TV in movies, and even books, is that if I'm not actively thinking about it, then I'm wasting my time. Mm -hmm. And so I have to do some active thinking about even my, you know, downtime. And it helps me to shift out of therapist brain and into I'm relaxed now and I'm not thinking about problems. So I'm thinking about making it my, my media input journal, but I'm not, I haven't wedded myself to that yet. That's a whole other nerdy topic, I think, is what do you use your journals for? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. I mean, I would never actually manage to do that, but I've actually been watching, I've been re-watching the entire Buffy the Vampire Slayer <sighs> series with my eight-year-old recently. Uh, so when I say the entire series, there are episodes that we strategically skip, I will say. <laughs> See, like an entire, you know. entire season six? Oh, yeah, no, we're miles <laughs> from season six. She's going to forget about. And, you know, even um, even season five is going to be, you know, a little heavily edited. But, um, no, we're just on season two. And actually, it was kind of funny because we finished season one the day before they went off Netflix in April. Oh. And the only season I don't own on video is season one. So we were watching season one on Netflix just because it was convenient. Mm -hmm. Wait, do you and mean I, Amazon? I who... Or are they... No, it was on Netflix. So, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, um, it was on Amazon. It recently came off Amazon as well. I wonder if that was a WB. I don't know who owns it now, if it's WB or UPN or what. Um, but yeah, it was, it was on. So... Buffy and Angel and Firefly, apparently, although I wasn't just watching Angel and Firefly, were all on Netflix and um, they all went off April 1st. And we had literally like March 30th or March 31st, we mm. had finished season one. And, um, and I lent my season one DVDs to somebody and I don't know who. Mm. So, <laughs> you know, I didn't keep track because, you know, they're on Netflix. It's no big deal, right? So, you know, I've probably had them for 13 or 14 years and I, I lent them to somebody and I don't have them anymore. Hmm. Um, but I have season two through seven and I have all five seasons of Angel. Um, I don't have Firefly because I lent that to somebody years and years ago. Um, so, you know, I'm going to have to restock my Joss Whedon shelf a little bit. I don't actually <laughs> like owning DVDs. Mm -hmm. I would rather stream them. I would rather not own the objects. Mm. But if they're going to, if, if Netflix is going to treat me this way, <laughs> well, you know, I'm wondering if they made a deal with Hulu because the last I checked and we can edit all of this out if you want, but the last I checked, they were on Hulu. Um, I know Buffy was because that was where I la watched my last go through of Buffy okay. was on Hulu. 
Well, you know, if you guys want this out, but I'm just going to say it is a stationary, a, a podcast about stationary and so, <laughs> so much more. <laughs> and, you know, so Buffy is so much more. But yeah. So anyway, all of this was just to come back around and say I'd forgotten a lot of stuff from these early episodes. And um, and I'm actually really enjoying watching it again with someone who hasn't seen it. Mm. Because I was watching these in real time, you know, in the 90s. <laughs> and so we'll come to the end of an episode and my daughter will turn and look at me with just this, like, shocked betrayal face that there is a to be continued. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And when I watched this the first time, it was like a month before the next episode <laughs> came out, too. <laughs> And we just had to wait. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't even get online and talk about it in forums back then because it was the year 2000. So, <laughs> so yeah, I see your point about, you know, making notes about an episode and, yeah, you know, journaling your TV watching. It, it just kind of helps me process, like, do it. Like, and a lot of times I'm like, why am I still watching this show? Like, Flash, I've, I've been watching Flash and I hate it. I, 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 I don't know why I continue to watch the show because it's so terrible. We might get hate. <laughs> we might get hate about that. Um, Les, you're going to have to do some analysis here. Tell me more. <laughs> well, How does that make you feel? It's just so cheesy. And they're, all the characters are whiny. I just want to tell them all to suck it up. Yeah. You're supposed to be a superhero, Barry. Superhero up. Um, <laughs> Put on your big girl superhero panties. Yeah. And deal with it. Yeah. I was going to say I'm totally out of the loop because I don't watch TV. I go through phases of not touching TV, not looking at TV and only watching like literally for a while. The only thing I will watch is Buffy. So, uh, solid choice. Well, you know, if I'm going to watch something, I might as well watch something I know I like that has strong female characters that I enjoy versus watching something like the flash that I'm going to hate watch, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. so, like I watched, I watched bones for a long time because, you know, because David Boreanaz. No, no. What's her name? The female, the doctor bones. Yeah. What is her name? I can't remember. I haven't watched it recently, so I yeah. can't either. Well, it's off the air because it sucked. And so initially, the first couple of seasons were kind of fun. They had great, you know, chemistry. Then they jumped the shark and got them together. So the chemistry was no longer as good. And then the shows just became so ridiculous. And mm -hmm. I think they're doing like a half season for this last season. The same thing happened with Castle. Yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah, and Castle. That's another one. Bones and Castle. I literally hate watched for the last season because yeah. I hated everything that was going on and it was just terrible to me, but I still watched it because I was like, I need to hate watch this sh and see what I hate. Sorry. You're going to have, you're gonna have to pew pew that. But, well, you know, yeah. Do you think we devolved too much? We totally devolved, but you know, maybe that's part of the show. That's part of our personality, really. <laughs> we do go on tangents. We're so tangential. Yes. Oh my god. Which is fine. So I'll at least edit out this part of the conversation, <laughs> but I'll see what it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, if you guys want you know, me to take out the TV stuff, I'll take it out. No, I think it's fine. But I, I think that the show title is We're So Tangential. 
Yes. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for talking this evening. This has been so much fun. It's always such a pleasure to talk to you both. Will you both say where we can find you online? Les, will you go first? Sure. Um, you can find me at ComfortableShoesStudio.com. You can find me on Facebook at, well, it's Facebook.com slash ComfortableShoesStudio. Instagram and Twitter at OriginalLCHarper. D? Uh, you can find me at TheWeeklyPencil.com. You can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheWeeklyPencil. And on Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at The Weekly Pencil. And you can find us all online at the RSVPStationaryPodcast.com and on Facebook as RSVP. Um, and you can find me through Facebook because that's about my only online presence. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, and we will meet again soon. <laughs>